Hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of my podcast, Young Cognito. So today I wanted to use this podcast as my therapy session. I'm just going to talk to an imaginary person, an, an imaginary professional in front of me to see if they can guide me. Um, I'm going to try to ask questions and just answer them myself. All right, so... Um, my main concern, I was going to say these days, but for these last years, since I came back from America, is that basically I feel bad I failed. I feel, I, I feel, I feel bad I couldn't continue in the States, but at the same time, I don't really, I can't really blame myself because it was so difficult. Actually, now that Biden is in the administration, I'm hearing how many things Trump did to stop immigrants, even skilled immigrants like myself, uh, from from having a path for for a permanent residency or, or even temporary residency. Like it was my case. Like I I just didn't have any options. The option I had, which I actually made it, uh, which was getting into masters. It was out of my possibilities once he also disrupted the government and stopped the the budget. So then my company lost a lot of money and and they couldn't pay for my masters. And at the same time, what kind of confidence can you have about your employee? getting a regulated visa or whatever if you know that Trump is in the office like you just know this poor guy unless Trump gets out of the office in two years at that time it was still two years more to go or well that year and the next one um, unless unless Trump gets out of the office this poor guy is gonna suffer so much I, I think that's what everybody was thinking about me and of course me too right and and my parents and everybody was worried about me because you just hear news about this crazy orange guy. So anyways, I think all this took a mental toll in myself, like much more than what I thought. Uh, it was very detrimental for my physical and mental health. I see pictures and I just don't recognize myself. And the first thing that comes to my mind now when I compare the pictures is how my mother must have felt seeing me like that. She's all love and I can tell she was just trying to make me feel good, not saying anything about it, but at the same time being there and supporting me. But she for sure just wanted me home back, like back home to 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 help me and you know what a mother does. And for the longest time I kinda blame also this kind of attitude that oh, my son come back and and you know you, you're not good there I was just in denial like I can't do it I can't do it but I was just destroying myself so kind of feel grateful and lucky that I got a, a support system like that and support system is just her really my support like that of course my 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 
father supports me but in his own way you know that might be the other problem too the like my dad loves me and he helps me but at the same time sometimes I just feel like you know it's convenient for him like my mom does sacrifices for me I'm not asking anybody to do that but I'm just an observant of the situation for example my dad didn't want me to go to the states whereas my mom just supported me on chasing my dreams I almost leave I almost left the, uh, the country without talking to my father the first time I went which was when I achieved all this success like I graduated there I I did my capstone I got hired by the company and I could stay there for one year and so really Yes, it was difficult times, but I achieved so much and it, it's gotten me where I am today, which is I'm a software engineer in a big tech company, right? It might not sound so special for if, if, if somebody that hears this lives in America, for example, is, a, is an American citizen, because you must be thinking, okay, you just study a degree and and go to and just find a job but you know i'm from the ghetto basically i'm from the hood i'm from the ghetto like it was so difficult for me to just get into a degree you know and not not economically because in spain is it's almost free it was free for me they gave us money but mentally and also it's free to pay the tuition but you have to maintain a guy that is not working, you know, for so long, which is what my mom did. She, as I said, she supported me from when I was, the, the whole time until I was 26, basically. That is when I got my first software engineering job. You know, some people might look at that and think, oh, selfish or, or privileged or whatever, but since then, my mother hasn't had to worry about my me and giving money or anything, you know. I'm just set for life. And we knew this. This was our war. Like, we talk about it. Like, I'm going to get a job that sets me good. Not, not a job, a career that sets me good for life. I will never be unemployed ever again or more than that I will never be without options because I will be unemployed at some point for some reasons but I will never be out of options because I'm a software engineer and now I can find jobs you know even even if I take one whole year off you know for finding myself and stuff like that it will still work I can still go back and find a job and then after that if I get tired of of working as a software engineer, I can be a teacher. I, I just got a profession now. And the more I do with my life, the more it adds to my story. So now I'm good. But at the beginning it was very difficult because I could see software engineering jobs in Spain, 
but all of them need the experience and it's so bad paid that you just can't get the motivation to go or, or even you leave the city and then how can you sustain yourself? And I was asking for more money after finishing my studies, which felt very bad. So anyways, and also you don't have that recognition. Like right now, I can say that as soon as I graduated, I landed a job in California. And then after that, I went to Ireland and landed a job in a big tech company. This is a good story. Okay. But I still feel the need, as I did right now, to explain myself, to prove myself that I'm worth. You know, I I can't I can't just live. And this gives me I guess mental tiredness. I'm tired. I just don't wanna be like that anymore. I just wanna live a life. I'm not saying I don't want to be a software engineer. I can still be it, but I just don't want to have in my mind like, oh, this for my resume, my resume. Before that, I would just enjoy coding and, and, and hacking away and stuff like that. I want to go back to that state of this was my craft, but it's difficult. It's difficult in a world where it's all about competition. Maybe... Maybe that's the problem. I go in a very competitive market. But that's the trade-off, right? That's that's what I had to sacrifice. I had to sacrifice that commodity, that that comfort of of not having to compete. And I think I'm okay with that. What I'm not okay with is this feeling that I need to leave this place and because you know, when I think about it, okay, I, I feel bad going back to the main point of this podcast. I feel bad about not making it in LA. But at the same time, I think subconsciously, I could tell that wasn't going anywhere. Like, what do you do in LA if you are not, you know, you, you it takes a special person to live in LA, really. Because everybody there is chasing fame and, you know, recognition like that. Like, I live in L.A., look at me, and I'm successful. You can't live in L.A. frugally, you know. You can't be frugal. I don't know how to pronounce this word, excuse me. Frugal? Frugal? Yeah, you can't be that, (laughs) okay? You can't be like, no, I just like to spend $5 on my dinner. Okay, good luck having a freaking one euro burger in mcdonald's because then you know it's one euro but then you need to drink something so that's gonna go up to five dollars plus the gas because you can't go there by you can't go there on food or you know so this is what i'm talking about i was seeing that i wasn't really seeing i was feeling it because i was now I can see I was still a kid. I just, like, you want to live like people that surround you. You don't want to live with less, right? I think that's why there's so many homeless people in, in L.A. Like, people go there and want to live. Like, everybody wants to feel they belong. And to to feel you belong in L.A., you need to have good clothing, good plans, good friends, and go out and just enjoy life with your money 
using a lot of money and I think that's not for me actually like don't fucking care about money I don't fucking care about the car I got the clothes I got I like to have those things useful things like I'm right now in my car and I'm enjoying being here in in like outside but inside the the warmth of my car which is a nice car that allows me to go hiking and stuff like that my clothes like I'm wearing a an Air Jordan hoodie that was 80 bags and, and some Adidas pants that was up to 60 bags and almost 200 euros for my shoes for Jordan as well so you know I'm wearing quite some money on me right now and I'm saying I don't like fancy things but I've gotten these shoes for two years now. Okay. Same with the hoodie. And I wear it every day. <laughs> it's not that I have five Jordan hoodies. This is my only one. I'm thinking of getting a new another one too, right? To have at least two options. But anyways. I just what I mean is that I don't find pleasure on buying many clothes or I don't find myself more worth it because I have fancier things so it was difficult to find myself there in LA it's, it's not that that I had the time to socialize I think that's what I failed as well if I had gotten some friends and went out and gone out and, and experienced a little bit more of social life I might have you know eaten less and felt less lonely and maybe thrive better in that environment but that wasn't the case and you gotta see things like what they are like it's difficult to make friends when you go to another city like take my girlfriend she's very social and she she goes she is really easy going and puts herself out there to make friends it's also because of this fucking virus but um she just is fine is getting about is having a hard time finding or making friends and you know on the other hand that's also because here is very difficult and that brings me back to the thing that I wanna go out of here wanna get out of here it just feel you know nobody comes here to elevate their career. There are no exciting jobs. There are no exciting opportunities or, or industries. And then everybody's just like with their own family, little circle, very close up and have a good life because here we got good healthcare and good, uh, this is, you know, it's almost a, socialism driven area where we got the pension we got the unemployment help and all of that so people enjoy those benefits and and eventually they actually do well in here so i think this is the part that i'm not seeing i'm not seeing how to do well here because i don't fit in any box i'm not a football fan i'm not uh, drinking fan, uh, 
fun or you know it's not my my thing I've done it but I don't want to keep doing it well I I, I didn't want to keep doing it so I stopped a long time ago actually when I went to America and I saw another side to drinking like you can go to a party drink two hours have a good time and that's it you know you don't have to drink until the morning which was just culturally the norm here you go out in a party and if you go home at three or four you are like what the fuck are you doing going home like, you know people laugh at you and it's not that uh, I you think about it oh people are gonna laugh at me it's just that since everybody does it it's just literally impossible to go home like where would you go home when literally the party starts at 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. it's just different you just do it like that first time I went to London and they the club closed at 1 a.m. I was like, what? So now what? I just came here, but everybody had their time of their lives because they started at 10 or maybe on dinner to drinking and they have dinner earlier than in Spain. So basically they spend similar hours drinking, but then they had the next day to to be okay. And you don't necessarily need to drink that much if you don't want to. It's more of a choice because at 1 a.m. you are home or you are done but in Spain if you go out you gotta drink because if you wanna stay up the whole night until 7am you better drink you know and, and that's that that's my rant about that that I just find it difficult to fit in any box here I'm uh, the only one I feel right now I feel is with hiking and, and seeing nature that type of exploring in this area is good. I just don't see it how to socialize with it yet. Maybe I could even set up my, my own meetup group about this. But um, yeah, I feel like, yeah, maybe I might have gotten some idea that I could, I could do some hiking with some people. And then the other thing is that I like is sports and I'm starting to run I'm starting to do calisthenics and I think this can give me some yeah some some outlet some escape and and find friendships like that I think I should I should start doing crossfit and you know build community around that then I can go to other places and, and keep building community and feel motivated about something and feel good physically, mentally. I did it for a time, but it was expensive. But now I'm seeing why it's expensive. It's because you got to be committed to it, you know. Anyways, I think that's that. And then the thing is to, to try to close up this episode about wanting to leave my hometown is that it's just boring in my in my hood it's just like you live there you can't do anything because it's all slopes and you can't just go for a walk and like a nice walk because everything is ugly and there's nothing around and you either stay home or go to a bar that's what people do and that's why you see people the way they are 
you know, they are either bored or drunk. So it's not a good environment. Especially when I think about having kids. I don't want my kids to grow up there. I didn't like growing up there. I don't want to just condemn somebody to just live there again as well. And if I and if I think like that, if I think I don't want to bring somebody to the world in, in, in that situation, that means I, I don't want to have kids like that. So that's very sad because I do want to have kids. So the two things are not my, adding up. Like I want kids, but I'm living in a place where I don't want to have kids at. So I got to change that. Now the question is, do I want to go outside this region, country? Like, sorry, do I want to just get out of this neighborhood and go to a better one? Do I want to change the region and go to Barcelona, Madrid, for example? More thriving cities with more opportunities? Or do I want to leave the country and start a family outside this country? I don't think I want that. Because that sounds very hard, like not having your family and the kid won't won't have their their family there. That's that's the one thing I like about my childhood and my life that I got I had cousins and and just family out there to to be with me. That's what my mom did on purpose. She knew it was important for me to to be with my family and and now I can see it. So that's that. I really don't know. I'm kind of lost, as you can tell. That's why I, I said this was going to be my therapy session. I'm not going to listen to this ever. But I just put it out there, you know. And, yeah, anyways, um, hope you liked it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's the question. Do I want to... I think I just want to go to a nicer area around here because I like being able to go to France that easily then it's not that difficult to go to Madrid if I had to and my contract for my job is in Madrid so I'm working remotely for them and, and this virus have, has has opened doors for for me as a software engineer to work remotely to any, com any company in Spain and that's good for them as well I guess at least for now um, it's also scary to think like the more you get used to working from home the more difficult it could be to make the switch again and go to an office right uh, and if you are you know forced to do it you don't have any other option but in mind you are forced to do it after working seven years from home <laughs> That's gonna take some effort, huh? Yeah. But, anyways. <sighs> to be honest, like, going to the office sometimes is good because you can, like, meet new people and get some fresh air from home. But all the time being at home with responsibilities and then, like, I work in the same place, I relax. That's not good for my mind. That's not good for mental health. That's why right now I'm not at home. To get some fresh air and, and feel different. I'm driving in, in commuting hours. Like, I was in the car at 8 a.m. when it was the busiest time. 
but I just need it. So that's that. I think I'm super lost. I think I do want to live in a better place. Feel good about myself that I've achieved something. But I also want to live a, a, a frugal life. I don't want to spend a lot. And that doesn't add up with me wanting to travel and discover the world because that's expensive. So in my day to day, I don't want to spend a lot. I got the weak point of spending money on food, which I want to change. And then other than that, I don't like spending money. The less money you need to spend a month, the the more money you save monthly. And then once you retire, the less money you will need to live a month and the more money you will have because you've invested it or saved it more than if you spend it in your day-to-day, right? It's kind of like the formula to, to retire earlier or, or to just be financially independent with your money when you are not a slave of it. If you buy a car that may... Uh, forces you to pay like 500 euros or dollars a month, then you gotta make 500 plus a month, right? Plus rent, plus this, plus that, plus that. But if you live in a place where rent is 500 and the car, it was so cheap that you just bought it cash, then you, you just need 500 for rent and car now. Not for the food. If you go all organic and all crazy, you might need 1,000 euros for food. And if you eat a lot, you know. But if you eat just what your body needs and it's reasonably, like, you know, you just buy vegetables and stuff like that, then you are healthy, you don't need a doctor to see your health, you don't need this magic pill, you spend less money on food, and basically you are independent from that as well, and maybe you spend 400 a month for one person, so now you need $900 to live comfortably, of course you need to set up your life in a way that you have to pay 500 only for rent. That is not a lay. <laughs> that is definitely not a lay. So you gotta you gotta define your your life. You you can design it. And for me, LA is not what I would like to settle down, so to say, right? Uh, I don't know, cities like this. San Francisco I could live there for a while. Not not to settle down neither just to live for a while there and and take my career to the next level. But I couldn't be there for very for a very long time or anything like that. And then other than that, there are places in California that I could stay, like Monterey for example. Now that I look back it's actually quite a strategically placed because in one or two hours you're in San Francisco and I think it's eight to LA. It may sound a lot but at the same time, it's just eight hours and you, you're there, you know. 
and I was paying $300 for my rent there, by the way. Sharing with more people, and the kitchen was shit, but, you know, just 300 And food? Yeah, I wasn't spending that much on food. I think it was 400 too. So 700 there. And I had a car for the gas. Maybe it was 200 a month. Don't know if it was that much because you just need to use the car for everything. $900. And then I was making not much more than that. So that's the problem, right? Well, yeah, I was. I think I was making 1700 or 1800 So the thing is, like, you need a, a health insurance. And then you, you want to save money. And when you are an immigrant, you need to spend money in paperwork and bullshit. Um, or even furniture. <laughs> so it takes some money. But if I landed a job as a senior engineer there and, and you know, get a visa and everything without having to pay for a master's or something like that, it may be doable. But it's bad, it's bad. It's bad because I would be out of my family and I just don't see it needed. So what do I want? I think I just want to live in a nicer area around here, but the weather here is just sucks. And for being in a country with this fucking weather, I might as well either chase the better weather because I got the, like I can do it, or or I just, you know, I just go to Canada or something that is a, that is the same weather. But then it's an English speaking country, very diverse, looks like people thrive there, you got opportunities. And after that, people could, you know, move around and have a good life good university, good studies for kids and might be one of the solutions so let's see but I just I think I need to really focus on, on the present and just focus on on building up my resume and and getting better as a software engineer waiting to be a senior engineer but that's a long way. First, I need to think about solving what I need to solve this week, right? That's my problem. I think so much ahead in the future that I don't look to the present. But it's difficult to look at the present when you are scared of getting stuck. Like I almost did and I could get out of it, but what was it? that I could do and not get stuck and still focus on the present. I think it was naiveness. I think I was so young that I wasn't thinking at all. I was just doing like, okay, I can work here. I can do this. I can do that. That's the only thing I was thinking. All right, guys, in that sad note, I'm going to finish this and thank you for listening. I hope you might have learned something, but the one thing I want to say is like I want to stop basing my personality in 
Oh, I live in California. Like, that's it, bro. If someone asks exactly, where have you lived? What countries? I'm not gonna say it. But from now on, I'm a new Iker. I'm, I'm just what I am. I work in what I work. I don't need to prove anybody that I'm capable or whatever, or smart or nothing. If people don't ask, I won't say anything. And I won't, I don't need to say in America this or when I was in America that. Because nobody fucking cares, really. Nobody cares about what you did when you were in America. So that's that. I look creepy here because they're kissing in school. Bye.